Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who need cutting-edge information as they prepare their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit plans. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss the Exit Coach Audible, the daily one-minute planning tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now... Here's your host, Bill Black. Well, thanks very much, Spike Reel, for that great introduction. And welcome, friends, to the show. I'd like to take a few seconds to mention octalkradio.net and their state-of-the-art studio here at the Tech Space Building in Costa Mesa, right across from South Coast Plaza. They have a great lineup of business and community-based shows spanning many topics, so check them out, octalkradio.net. And now I'd like to introduce Dave Elliott, who is the president and CEO of the Santa Ana Chamber of Commerce and the host of our first segment, the Chamber of Commerce Corner. Dave, take it away. Hey, thanks, Bill, and welcome to the Chamber of Commerce Corner, where we share the value and opportunities with chambers of commerce and nonprofit organizations in and around Orange County. You know, over the past few weeks, we've been interviewing chamber presidents and other nonprofit leaders that are making a difference here in Orange County. Today, I'm very pleased to introduce my good friend and colleague, Russ Williams, founder of the Paskey's Foundation and the Ethical Edge. Welcome, Russ, to the Chamber of Commerce Corner. Dave, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, Russ, uh, it's always great. To, uh, you know, you're one of the the top um, nonprofit leaders in my mind in our community because of just the things that you do in the whole in the whole area of ethics and integrity. So thanks for coming on the show. So let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about Russ. A little bit about the background uh, leading up to the establishment of the Pascas Foundation Ethical Edge Ministry for as long as I can remember, Dave. Okay. And and then the front end of that ministry, I created the foundation back in 1979. But it wasn't until 1996. Uh, after a long career in, ch- in church ministry that I basically decided to take the ideas, the values of uh, my work in ministry and take them to the street, as, as it might say, with the educational and business community of Orange County under the guise of Paskey's Foundation, which I created way back in 79. Tell us a little bit about the... the pa- I, I want to spend more time on the Ethical Edge, but but tell us a little bit about that foundation, because the Paskey's Foundation was really the, the, the predecessor to Ethical Edge. Well, the foundation is the entity. It's okay. the nonprofit itself. Uh, but the the gestation, the development of the foundation, when I first started in 96, I was primarily working with uh, education, mm-hmm. uh, schools, school districts. Uh, chambers of commerce and in doing so what I would do is I'd say okay I got an idea I, I'll fund it I'll manage it and will you basically be the marketing voice you right. whatever whoever it was and basically that plan worked out very well it created lots of wonderful programs uh, that lasted up until 2008 mm-hmm. and then came the big opportunity as I saw it for me to kind of change course and see what I might do in a deeper way with the business and professional community. Well, you know, that that background that you had with the the Paskey's Foundation, and I know you had the Ethics in America and all this, but that had to be a great foundation because you you met a lot of people out into in our in our business community and community as a whole you mentioned chambers of commerce of course you're, you're on the chamber of commerce corner and stuff so that had to be a a, a great foundation for what you're doing now with the ethical well, edge absolutely the greatest discovery during that time was wonderful people mm-hmm. uh and then when i decided well maybe i should be pursuing a little bit different focus there was a group of people Mm -hmm. that i could begin to draw around me to say well how can we conceive a story called the ethical edge 
So let's talk about the ethical edge for for a couple of minutes. So give us a little bit about uh, what the edge is all about, its mission, and uh, a little bit later in the program, we'll talk about some of the programs that are, have been developed out of that. Back in 08, uh, in the fall, just as everything was crashing financially, I had this thought, you know, I got to get going on some programming for the business and professional community. And the conceiving of the word ethical edge was the first time I actually created a brand. Mm -hmm. And that brand was originally called Inspiring Ethical Excellence. That's what I thought the brand was. And then as I emerged with programming, and the programming has been three leadership breakfast programs and then a big event I have in the fall to mm -hmm. honor what I'm calling now Leaders of Integrity, what I discovered over the five years was that really what I was doing was I was not inspiring ethical excellence. I was inspiring the, the notion that leaders of integrity, individuals who are all over the place in our business and professional environment here in Orange County, exercise great influence for good at home, at work, in the community, meaning right. a very whole holistic approach to where our influence rests, and that my role was basically to champion the understanding of that influence, the individual's influence to, to exercise the greater good, if you will, right. uh, in home, work, and the community. And I love that. You know, it, it, it could start in the business world, but it translates into the home and the community as a whole, this whole idea of of ethics and integrity uh, absolutely and you know the thought is is that business is a, a place where we earn profit and yet the whole culture of business i believe is dramatically shifting right now as we explore the idea that influence is not just uh, what we do after we've made money influence is what we're doing all of the time let's understand the power of influence in a in a in an environment uh, uh, nationally where we're asking the question well does influence even rest with us the external influence of media technology as well as government is mm -hmm. asking that question and deeply so do I believe the ethical edge is saying let's remember where influence rests the individual's power for good is the story of our greatest influence and specifically the business and professional community as an institution can exercise the greatest influence for societal good uh, that's awesome so uh, Russ, you've been developing the Ethical Edge brand and with OC Business and the professional community since 2009, which you said. Now, why do you think the Ethical Edge has, has found a growing enthusiasm uh, within the audience of the participants and things? Dave, over the years, you and I have had a conversation called the back of the business cart. Mm -hmm. And you gave me those words, and I understand now the back of the business cart. And if I could interpret what Ethical Edge is doing, it's about the power of the back of the business card. That literally uh, many uh, things that we call networking events are information dumps. Mm -hmm. But yet what we're really wanting and what happened out of the calamities of 2008 and 9 is that trust got violated and people were saying, well, who do I trust? Uh -huh. In reality, I think the issue is where is meaning to be found in my relationships professionally and how do I understand meaning beyond a transaction to meaning being a relationship? Right. So Ethical Edge really is about empowering the story of the back of the business card <laughs> thanks to a guy like Dave Elliott who taught me that great idea. <laughs> Well, thanks, Russ. I, you know, and and that's true. I mean, it, when we look at uh, a business card and we talk to people, you know, the relationship is not necessarily what's on the front of the business. Absolutely, card. it's when you ask those questions on the backside. Well, what are you passionate about? Where are you involved? What makes you get up in the morning? It's those kinds of things that you build relationships with, and you know, I think that's you know ultimately important, uh, you know, for all the things that we do. So, Russ, uh, in, in a in, in just a little bit, we're going to talk about the. Uh, 
the breakfast coming up mm-hmm. and and the and the in the luncheon and two before we go to a commercial break here maybe is there one value that you see that's real important that that you're that you feel that the that you're involved in and that you're giving to the community here's a nice word okay i'm a word guy okay interdependence okay interdependence and what that's about is respect for self and others uh the greatest lesson that we can learn as a society whether that be locally nationally wherever is the understanding of how our interplay with each other the interdependence we have is based upon a a story of respect for self and others so much of what we're seeing today is that that respect uh, story is not fully understood and rather and because of that we need to learn a lot and so interdependence is the story that the ethical edge is teaching it's saying that we are together seeking to accomplish something beyond our own individual interests and that interdependence requires the respect of ourselves and our personal vision as well as the respect we have for the visions of others that is awesome i really appreciate that so folks we're talking with russ williams from the ethical edge paskies foundation when we return we'll hear more about the ethical edge programming for 2014 At ExitCoachRadio.com, we're interviewing over 100 top advisors to get you one-minute tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new content daily at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Want to grow the value of your company? Start with the values of your company. To stand out in today's overly commoditized world, your company must stand for something bigger than what you make. That's the work of Values Institute. Our social science model of values-based culture development will help you grow the value of your company by growing trust, your most valuable corporate asset. To learn more about our proprietary process, visit thevaluesinstitute.org and start growing the value of your business today. Welcome back to the Chamber of Commerce Corner with our guest, Russ Williams from the Ethical Edge Paskies Foundation. You know, Russ, just before I took that commercial break, I really like that interdependence because, you know, we're not in this world where we can do it by ourselves. And so I, I really appreciate that as a tremendous value uh, that we have to do things together for the greater good. Let me, let, can I go off? Oh, on yeah, just you bet. One of the powerful things that I see as an opportunity, and I'm saying I think I need to play in it, and I'm going to, is that nonprofits need to learn to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in reality, nonprofits historically are just silos looking for their own money. Uh, I understand that. I've been involved with that thought. Sure. But in reality, the, the power of collaboration nonprofits journeying in, in in the story of collaborative influence is a story that I think can not only be significant for nonprofits in terms of their service but can render financial good to individual nonprofits I think it's a story we need to be looking at at a deeper level I'm practicing an exploration of that this year with some people with three other organizations to find out how we can collaborate based upon a very interesting collaborative afternoon I had uh, with three other organizations last fall that said wow what could happen if nonprofits really got beyond their silos of their own money and said how can we do together you know I, I get I get caught up in in saying that to a lot of our nonprofits uh, in that you know those that share a similar vision 
yet they're totally separate makes no sense to me. I mean, that's not even a good business model. So exactly what you're saying is right on. I have to agree with you 100%. So thanks for taking that stand because it's not always easy when you're talking to nonprofit leaders and boards about, hey, you know what, have you considered collaborating with two or three or four other organizations? Because we tend to operate sometimes in that silo where it's just about us, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So let's let's talk a minute about the programming uh, that, that you provide each year through the Ethical Edge. Uh, what's the emerging 2014 ethical edge leaders of integrity story for 2014 well as we explore this theme of uh, I'll say interdependence mm-hmm. I'm very interested in seeing about leaders of integrity as community mm. and I really don't understand it uh, other than that's a good idea <laughs> but I'm now practicing what that might mean in terms of creating an advisory council around me that can ask the question of what is uh, what is this story of creating with others Mm -hmm. and how can I put that kind of leadership around me for two reasons first of all second generation leadership and then that's meaning beyond my life the second one is how can I create programming that would create community Mm -hmm. so Toward that goal, I've created a three-part breakfast series this year where the focus of the breakfast series is not somebody that has a lot of information to say. It's more getting a group of people together around a theme. For example, March 18th is going to be on authenticity, Mm -hmm. our journey of integrity, authenticity. Then the question is going to be, what does authenticity mean? I mean, it's going to be a provocation. And then we're going to have a panel of CEOs Mm -hmm. with the business attendees there to discuss well what does authenticity mean in our business life all right with the thought that i'm not there to tell them what it's supposed to mean mm-hmm. i'm there to allow them to discover what it might mean right and so i think that's the power of learning the power of learning allows us to expand it's called disruption that we must disrupt the normal patterns in order to ask the the larger question. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of new intelligence in us if we'll go investigating, and most new intelligence does not come from our desire for information. It comes from our desire to learn the new that requires us to change our behavior. That's what I'm interested in, in the story of community, shaping vision for shared effort as community leaders. So... You know, when I when I looked at uh, the the three breakfast series topics and things coming up over the next six months, and I noticed that every one of them is driven by a panel discussion, and that really fits into this whole idea of community because it's not one person just sharing you know their thoughts or ideas, but it's a community of of business leaders leaders that are sharing together, and I'm sure that there's going to be some synergy where they kind of lean off uh, learn from each other as well as the as the group so i mean i, I really like that idea of that a- community a- absolutely dave you know my big, biggest business business success was in 1950 when i had a lemonade stand <laughs> uh now <laughs> now what's true dave okay. is that i'm an educator i'm not a businessman. i'm an uh-huh. educator with powerful ideas for the business community mm-hmm but I want the business community to talk about those ideas. I don't want to tell them as an educator, you better get this stuff. Right. That is a that is a story for nowheresville. Right. So we won't go into the lemonade stand back in 19... 19- uh, we, okay. we need we, not to. It was a to. very good, profitable work. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the uh, the value of integrity and ethics real quick in our world today. Can you, can you address that in the last minute or so here that we have? Fear is what drives us most of the time. 
when we are, when we're fearful, then we will distrust. Distrust. Mm-hmm. All right. So the question of trust is exercised in the thought of uh, a, a number of dynamics. But let me tell you the biggest dynamic. The biggest story of trust in the research is about the theme of concern slash caring, and the research reveals that in concern caring, the operational nature of concern caring is not that you feel that relationship with another, but you exercise what is called taking, keeping the back on somebody. Mm-hmm. That idea, having someone else's back, mm-hmm. is big for thoughtfulness in the business world. It really asks us a larger question about what our work is. Who do we want to have the back of our consumers, our, our, all of our stakeholders? But more so, are we willing to look at our ethical journey is not how can we be one up and do any harm, but how can we constantly look at the exploration of good? And that's basically about having the biggest idea about our concern for others that is, goes beyond those we like to just recognizing that we have an obligation to exercise that for all. That, that's great. So, Russ, we're going to wrap up here. So, we need to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. And um, so, we need your website. So, tell us about the website where they can go and get more information, but also sign up for the Ethical Edge Breakfast on March 18th. Uh, both places, www.ethicaledge.org. That's www.ethicaledge.org. We'd love to have uh, some viewers come. That's great. Thank you, Russ, for joining us today and for your thoughts and insights. You can find today's interview with Russ Williams at ExitCoachRadio.com. Share this with your friends and tune in next week at this time for the Chamber of Commerce Corner with our guest, Charlotte Lenart, President and CEO of the Orange Chamber of Commerce. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.